Okay. Hey guys, so I'm here with Travis from Mechacon, and a lot of people have been having questions about this year's Mechacon, and so we're just here to clear some things up. First of all, why, like, what is the war? That's that's a broad question. Um, <laughs> if if you're familiar with Mechacon, you're familiar with Jet and Z. Mm -hmm. you know, they've been the pro program guides and T-shirts and well. The original idea behind them, when John and Pete came up with them however many years ago it is now, um, was just that they were mech pilots. Mm -hmm. And then from that, um, later on down the road, they wanted to expand on that a little more because people would ask questions, they'd see the mascots, and they'd say, like, where are you from? And the answer was kind of like, you know, space. <laughs> so we didn't have good answers for those questions, and they kept coming up, so we expanded on that a little okay. bit. And then people kept asking more questions. So. Eventually, there was this meeting where they were like, well, why don't we just come up with a full backstory? Okay. So we did. And then we wanted to kind of fold some of that backstory into the actual experience of the convention itself. And that's where all the stuff that's been popping up this year has come from. Okay. Okay. So what is Solnet? Solnet is um, in the Jet and Z universe. In the future that they live in, Solnet is a media conglomerate that sort of controls all the information. On our website, Solnet is where we have decided to disseminate some of the information about the backstory of not Jet and Z specifically, but the world that they live in, okay. and how it got to the point that it is the way that it is while they're living in. Okay. Why revamping Mechacon? So much. Well, we're not really revamping Mechacon, um, and that's that's probably confused some people because the yeah. thing is, the event itself. I mean, there's still a cosplay contest, there's still video rooms, there's still panels. None of that content, the stuff that you've been seeing at Mechacon every year, it's all still there. It's all still essentially the same. Okay. What we're doing is we're adding a layer on top of that that gives you an experience in addition to the anime convention experience, which. I mean, every convention has its own personality. They mm. do. I mean, yeah. if you've been to multiple anime conventions, there's there's a different feel to all of them. But essentially, they're all the same thing. They're all you go to the panels you want to go to, and you go to the cosplay contest, and you know, there there's those similar elements. And for us, because we've been doing this for so long, mm -hmm. we wanted to see if we could do something different that that just you haven't seen before. Okay. That took the anime convention experience and added a little bit of maybe a theme park kind of thing to it. So we're not taking anything away, and we're not revamping the events that you're familiar with. That's all still there. It's still MechaCon. But changing locations was something that had to happen anyway mm -hmm. for a multitude of reasons. So since we had to do that, because our, our long-term original plan was to stay at the Hilton, that was going to be home. Mm -hmm. When that wasn't anymore an option, it opened up some other possibilities for us, and basically, it started with a single idea and snowballed into what we think is going to be a really unique and interesting experience, overlaid on the same convention experience that you've been to. Okay, that's actually a very helpful answer, and it answers a lot of questions that a lot of people have asked. Um, so, how long has it been in the works? You said since the beginning, or like. When exactly did this part start? We started planning the new elements of the convention probably two, two and a half years ago. Okay. 
Um, when we first found out that we were going to be relocating, um, the idea was kind of there already. And we had, some of this stuff we were thinking about doing at the Hilton, but not to the scale that we're going now. Um, and then when we found out about that, we had to find a new location because we had to have that locked down before our contract with the Hilton was up. And so when we got that locked in, at that point we were like, okay, if we're going to do this, let's start planning it now. And as we started planning, it kind of got to where it is. So it, it's been about two, I'd say, the, the, the solid idea, the, the, the firm concept of what we wanted to do and all the fine details and stuff has been in the works for about two years. Okay. Okay, and so how will it, like, how will the war affect Mechacon? in detail like you know badges the room well everything that you see on the on the face of things like not the way that the events are, are held or you know that I mean, obviously they're kind of connected but everything that you see mm -hmm. is going to be impacted by that in some way um, the way that the convention staff is going to comport themselves mm -hmm. what we'll be wearing um, the decoration in the hotel like this? all of this I am not at liberty to discuss that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, visual stimulation, for lack of a better term. And the hotel, it's a fantastic space. It really is. Okay. If you haven't seen it already, a few people have done walkthroughs and things. And, um, I've yet to go there myself. A lot of what we have decided that we could do that we hadn't ever thought of doing before has to do with how fantastic the Hyatt is as a space okay. and how incredible this building is mm -hmm. and it just linked to that so visually we're, we're kind of taking that and you've heard the term Crescent Station you've seen it all over yeah. our page the Hyatt Regency New Orleans once you get up the escalator out of the lobby you would be on Crescent Station and okay. that's what we're going to be doing is we're going to be using just decorations and the signage and, and all of that stuff and the badges um, mm -hmm. the, the badges will be um, we're going to give you credentials so that you get access to the parts of Crescent Station that you'd be allowed as a civilian to have okay um, so a lot of that is going to be it's it's small things but I think it's small things that taken as a whole over the course of the weekend is really gonna if you can find it in yourself to suspend belief for a moment mm -hmm. it's gonna be much more I keep saying it again, and it's kind of been our catchphrase this year is experiences, because it really that's what we want is for this year not just to be an anime convention, we want it to be an experience, like a whole package where you get an anime convention, but you also get to spend a weekend on a space station. And, that's pretty cool. And the crew of the United Fleet Ship Mechacon is going to give you the guided tour and help introduce you. It's Mechacon 2317 is a celebration of a peace treaty that was recently signed in the 24th century uh -huh. between the United Forces, which is the military that Jet and Z are members of, and the Oan, who are a race of androids who rose up against their creators. And uh, the, the whole convention is, in addition to being an anime convention, it's a celebration of that peace treaty. Okay. So, like I said, it's, it, 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 it has a lot to do with how we're layering this on top of what we're already doing. What we're already doing. Okay. Will the different races of the United Worlds play into the convention center? Well, actually, the United Worlds is made up entirely of human beings. Okay. Um, if you, uh, and actually, if you check out the Solnet page, we have it broken down into all the United Worlds. What, what's happened so far is that the human race has colonized a lot of bodies within the solar system and a single world outside the solar system because they're faster than light technology. 
only allows them to go so far, and they've only found one habitable planet outside the solar system that is suitable. Okay. So we have humans living on a planet called Frere, which is orbiting a red dwarf about 21 light years, I believe, from Earth. Um, other than that, it's all humans living on various worlds, but they've been doing this for a few hundred years, so human beings as a species have not evolved. They're all still mostly human. There's one exception to that, which I can get into if you want. Um, but they're all humans with kind of their own cultures, just like, you know, I mean, kind of divergences. Um, Europa, which I hope to get up on the site soon because it's kind of my, it's where I am from, so to speak, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, is uh, because it was the first colony in the outer solar system has developed kind of a unique culture that's mm -hmm. a little bit different from anything that you would see on Earth, and, you know. So there's no different races per se, um, but different there are different cultures within okay. the human race that have kind of diverged from Earth. Okay. Um, some of them intentionally because there was some hostility between the colonies and Earth too, which um, mm -hmm. also on the Solnet page you can read about the Jovian conflict between when the outer colonies went to war with Earth yeah. for their independence, and, and that kind of created some divergences there too. So, okay. um, and instead of, I mean, the, the United Forces is exactly that. It, the Earth and the colonies have come together again, okay. kind of united. So they're they're all on the same team again, but. Uh, but there is still a, that divergence. Edge. Yeah, yeah, and sure, and, and a little bit of, you know, I guess if you were living in Jet and Z's universe, Jet being from Mars might initially be a little suspicious of Z, who's from mm. Oklahoma, and, <laughs> you know, might be kind of weird because, you know, she eats grain that's never been genetically engineered, and she's actually eaten beef that came from a real cow, and <laughs> Jet would never have experienced those things. Yeah. So, so there's that to, to kind of play into it all. Okay. Our last question, what can attendees get from the war plus immersion of it all? Well, um, if you kind of read ahead of time, it might help with the immersion when you're at the convention. I understand that everybody is interested in, you know, doing homework to go to an Yeah. <laughs> which is why we put it out there for people who want it. If you're interested in knowing why something is the way it is, the information is there for you. But for the most part, the way we're going to immerse you is the way that we're going to interact with the attendees. Mm -hmm. um, and also the way that we're going to have um, the hotel kind of decorated. And also the rooms will be named based on in-universe things. Um, uh, you, if you're interested in trying out a an artificial simulation of combat, for uh -huh. example, you mm -hmm. might want to go to the sim deck and check out MechCore where you get to get into a battle pod and, okay. and pilot a mech. Um, so, so it just brings everything together. What you previously known as electronic gaming mm -hmm. will be the sim deck because that's where you go for okay. simulations. Yeah. Um, what you previously known as the signing room will be the embassy where our ambassadors, who you previously known as guests, will be to sign things. Okay. Um, so there's just a lot of little tweaks to okay. the way we've named things and the way that we're going to interact with attendees. Um, look at it as a big upgrade. It's, it's the same convention you've been going to for, what is it, this will be, yeah, so 12 years before? 12, 13. Same one you've been going to for 12 years, except we're going to rename some things that, uh, and we're going to behave in some different manners and we're going to have, just, it's, it's set dressing. Um, okay. Th that actually might be the best way to explain it. You're going to get, instead of just dinner, 
you're going to get dinner and a show. So instead of just an anime convention, you're going to get anime convention and a weekend-long stage show on top of that. Okay, that's, that's actually so, a really helpful way of putting it. Except you get to be on the stage. <laughs> so in, instead of watching it as part of the audience, it. right, it's, it's okay. yeah, so it's a, and that's that's what we're calling it, is it's an immersive experience. Once, once you come up that escalator and you're, in, you're on Crescent Station, we're going to try our darndest to get you entirely on presentation. Okay. We want you to go home and feel disappointed that you went back to the real world. That, that's what that's our goal. Well, that sounds like a really good goal. And I, I think we, we got a good crew. I mean, our our staff has been at this for a while, and um, we're really excited about the new stuff that we're adding to this. And I, I really think we're gonna we're gonna pull it off. And that's not to say, you know, I mean, like I said, nobody's ever done anything like this before. Yeah. So maybe next year we'll have to tweak some things, and the year after that we may have to tweak some things, but I really think that with the time that we've spent on this and, and the energy that we've invested in this, it's, it's going to be something that you haven't seen before and that you haven't experienced before. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you very much for sitting down with me. <laughs> thank you. And uh, any other questions you have, that, that Solnet website is an invaluable resource. So mechacon.com slash Solnet. Mm -hmm. Answer a ton of questions, and I hope they keep updating it regularly between now and the convention too. Okay. Well, thank you very much for sitting here. Thank you.